Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. Hey everyone, it's Adrian. I was just trying to sneak in a quick drink of my coffee before we went live. Uh, good evening and welcome to, this is uh, Pageants and PJs number 29. I don't have a special guest lined up for us today because I didn't get around to it because I have been super busy um, with lots and lots of exciting stuff, but I'll get to that in a second. Obviously, I have these two lovely ladies with me. As usual, um, I'll skip across to Danielle first. And first off, Danielle, um, before you catch us up on your week, did you actually do your announcement? Because I know you were going to, but it was going to yes. be 3 a.m. here. So, all right, can yes. you walk me through? Because I was asleep. So Yeah, so I just posted up a video on my Instagram and on my Facebook page, my Ms. Galaxy UK 2020 page, um, basically announcing the challenge that I'm doing. Uh, which is I'm going to take part in a three-peak challenge with my best friend. Um, and we haven't picked a charity for it yet. So um, anyone that's watching, if you know of a small charity, we, we particularly wanted to go for a small charity, um, the one that doesn't really get much funding. So, um, yeah, if anyone watching this has any small charities that they, they feel passionate about, please let us know because we're, we're going through all the options right now. But yeah, so the announcement's gone okay. live. Um, oops. Oh, hello. Uh, I just think if we might as well play it since it's here, we well, don't have a good so... video, Adrian. So we've got to fill up the time with something. I mean, is it not okay. entertaining? Go for it. Go hello, for it. my pageant family. I was so I wanted to film a little video as an announcement for a challenge that I have. Danielle, like, oh my god, cringe. Over the years of competing in pageants, I have had plenty of time to. I don't let me know if you can hear this. I wanted to be if I was ever lucky enough to win a crown. Before I even entered Galaxy, I've always had a list of. What are you laughing oh, at, Laura? Shall we say? People can still hear you. Just see. Like Maggie G just messaged me saying it's usually this time deep. to reflect on that list <laughs> and start getting the cogs in motion in hitting some of those milestones. Now, you guys know that your girl loves adventure. Um, I think yeah, this place is a bit of a hint to that. I have openly spoke about my ambitions to climb every space camp next year. So I was looking at challenges and this one had been on my list amongst others that have been on my list. And I figured, well, as soon as I'm climbing the biggest mountain in the world, I probably should start off a few a little bit closer to home. I have a few friends that have completed this challenge and they've given me lots of words of wisdom and advice, mainly being don't do it, but it's too late. <laughs> I've already paid my deposit. Myself and my best friend, Satvir, have 
you know been planning this for a, a long long time and I can now announce that on the 19th of September we will be attempting to climb the three peak challenge in 24 hours for those that don't know what the three peak challenge is it's basically you climb the three largest mountains in the united kingdom so we'll be starting off at ben nevis that takes roughly five hours to climb and then we have a six hour drive to scarfield pike that takes roughly four hours and then we have a four hour drive and then we complete snowdon which is another five hour hike it's going to be a lot obviously it's 24 hours we won't be sleeping we do get a six hour and a four hour drive that we can try and get some sleep in but the six hour drive that starts at like half one in the afternoon so you know pray for our sleeping pattern and of course just in queenly fashion i will be fundraising it is a pretty big achievement i like to think it is a worthy challenge to raise a fair bit of money so i haven't decided on which charity to support yet i would love 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 if you could comment below on what charities you think it should be me and Sapphire were discussing this we'd love to do it for a smaller one where we can see with our own eyes and go there and visit and see what the money is doing maybe one that doesn't get any like government funding or much support so if you know of one that really needs some support we would love 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 to help I obviously wanted to tell all you about this because I would love for you to get involved. I will be documenting the entire journey. We're going to need your support. So uh, we would like to have a little bit of interaction wherever we can. It's obviously very dangerous to type and hike. So I will probably be updating socials during the car rides, um, any lunch breaks, breakfast breaks, anything that we get along the way to kind of stop. And I'll be recording and just trying to um, get everyone on board as much as possible. We're gonna try and come up with some games that we can play. I'm gonna try and maybe see if there could be any giveaways. All that good stuff to be coming soon. Obviously we are not climbing this until September. So fingers crossed, we'll all be out of lockdown. We'll all be in a much better place. So that is it, that is my announcement. I really, really hope that you either donate once I've figured out what charity we're gonna be supporting and that you get involved and uh, give, us some, give us some cheers because your energy is gonna be what gets us through it because it is a pretty gnarly challenge, I'm not gonna lie. I wanna do as much as I can with this title, so, which I don't even have my sash on. Let me go put my sash on. Raw and real. Always. So I mean, I don't know if the crown will be able to make it up these mountains because oh, that is extra weight in my backpack. But the sash will definitely be coming with me no, thank you so much obviously you know that your girl loves a challenge so if you know of any challenges that are a little bit similar to this ones that you think that i might be able to do during my reign obviously i want to do as much as i can as ms galaxy uk so if you have a particular challenge that you'd like to see me do please let me know below what you'd like me to do but thank you so much for watching and have a lovely lovely day Mate, that's so cringy to watch, and I had to edit that as well. You know how 
When you become a content creator, as you are now, Danielle, you very quickly, first you go through that stage of, oh my God, do I actually look like that? Do I actually sound like that? Sound and like after, that. you know, after about 50 times, 100 times, you just kind of go, whatever, it's, it's my, and for everyone saying that, like, I don't, this is, um, Megan's talking about my voice, by the way, just to give context to that comment. I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm wondering if it's a microphone issue or something. I am. Yeah, it sounds really, so deep. You sound it's really You're deep. like, literally like. <laughs> okay. I, I am. Thank you, Lauren, for that imp impression of me. I am <laughs> very, very tired. It's been a long week and some sleepless nights and I'm trying to do all sorts of other things. So I do know that when I'm tired, my voice goes even deeper, but I hope it's not a tech issue. I think it's so. definitely a mic issue. Is Either it? that or you're turning to some like superhero character Robot, right now. Yeah. Like Batman so, with a really well, deep voice. What has a really deep voice? Yeah, Batman. I'm Batman. Say, say, say I am Batman. <laughs> no, that's, you got to put the bigger, <laughs> I'm Batman. That's like literally what you I'm sound Batman. like though. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is a mic issue. I, now I can do the whole podcast as Batman. <laughs> Uh, I, I loved in the final Batman movie how he's still doing this voice when everyone freaking knew who he was. Like, why didn't he just speak normally? Um, do you know when you get like a big air bubble in your throat and your voice oh, changes? That's what, yeah. what it sounds like. I don't know. Maybe it's actually, um, maybe it is a mic issue, but I, I don't know how to change it at the moment. As long as this, as long as you guys can hear me okay, and there's no like annoying crackling sounds or anything like that, just deal with it. Uh, but to get back to the point, so Daniel, that sounds amazing. Uh, was there any particular reason that you came up with this idea? I mean, it's pretty extreme compared to most guys, yeah. most other yeah. people's ideas. Yeah, so obviously I've been very open that I want to uh, climb Everest base camp, not space camp like we thought before. Um, <laughs> I figured I need to get a little bit of training in and what better way? than uh, doing the three peak challenge. So you climb the three biggest mountains in the UK. So one, the biggest one in Scotland, which is Ben Nevis, biggest one in UK, Scarfell Pike, and the biggest one in Wales, which is Snowdon. Um, and just to make things even more difficult for myself, I decided to do it in 24 hours, so. Oh, you decided that? Well, it is a challenge. It's, it's been on my bucket yeah. list for a good few years. And I figured, well, if I've, I've got a huge challenge of doing the base camp next year, so I might as well get this in beforehand. Sounds Just good to, to me. me. Give me a little hint of the hell that's to come. So are you training in preparation for this? Yeah. So um, me and my best friend, we went for a 10 mile hike on, when did we go? Saturday? What? What days? I'm losing track of the days. I think it was Saturday, last Saturday um so yeah we're just we're trying to get the cogs in motion on this now training i went for my run today um yeah my best friend messaged me she's like oh i did a six mile run the other day so we're both kind of getting our heads in the game ready to do this wow. our mission is okay. not to be the stragglers because <laughs> so how, how, how many people are going to be doing it do you know like the, the, I, the 24 hour challenge in total, I think there's like 19 people in a group. Maybe it's a little bit less. Between 19 and 12 people in a group. Um, 
so it's an arranged it's an arranged like excursion type thing or an arranged challenge where we've got guides um and people that do it all the time so we're not it's not just us two girls from east london going up a couple of mountains with backpacks on we actually have a, a professionals with us doing it but i've climbed a fair few mountains and Sutva's climbed a fair few mountains she did um the inca trail a few years ago so she's um she's very familiar with um a good trek i certainly have not climbed any mountains i think i've driven past snowden but that's about as far as i've gotten yeah. well that sounds amazing and if you have any suggestions for um charities for danielle let her know. Um, there's so many to choose from. Is the thing when when you yeah. when it comes to choosing a charity, and there's so many deserving ones. It's very difficult to choose. So good mm. luck with that part. That might be the most difficult part of the whole thing is actually choosing a charity. Yeah. Uh, Miss Miss Parkinson, um, how have you been? Miss Parkinson is soon to be my boss. I, I like to say. <laughs> That's a secret I'll never tell. Um, not until we're ready to tell. Um, but yeah, Adrian's going to come and he's going to work for me. <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. I'm just going to crack the whip on you and be like, do this, do that now. No, never. I'm not a nasty boss. But that, that's actually what I expect. So, <laughs> no, Joanna will vouch. I'm never like that. I'm not anyone's boss. It's nothing like a good whipping, Lauren. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We Easy. Don't yeah, we so we can, we can just. Is Keep it, it okay? PG. Good. Keep it PG. Um. Yeah, that's probably that's probably a good idea. So, uh, what are you were telling us before we went live that you've been baking banana bread? Sound like you've had a, a good day? Yeah, I had baked two banana breads today. Um. What else did I do? I didn't really do much. Did my makeup. That was like a chore in itself, but I managed to do it. Um, and then I just spent the whole morning really like mapping out the end of my month because obviously um, I sell designer inspired perfumes. So towards the end of the month, we start to see like how we've done and what we need to do to finish off the month as a good month. So I think I'm about 2,000 points away from hitting my bonus, which is almost £1,000 and then an extra £1,000 in my pocket this month. What, what would you spend if you just suddenly had the £1,000? I mean, I'm thinking $2,000 here. What, what would be your impulse buy? I, I'm not an impulse buyer. I think everyone can guess exactly what I'm going to spend my money on. and we'll Flights to Thailand. Too. Yes. <laughs> Literally straight in the savings and ready to go to Thailand. How much? How much are the flights to Thailand from from the UK? Um, Ooh. they vary. So, like my last flight that I got was seven fifty, which <gasps> is like the most Ooh. expensive they have ever been. I think it was due to everything that's going on that the flight prices just went sky high. But before that, they've been like four fifty, five hundred, five fifty. So that's expensive. My flights I got to Thailand when I came out and saw you in Myanmar, they were about three eighty. That's from London though. London it's oh yeah, London. Very cheap. But for me I fly straight from work. So I do like a full day in the office and then go straight from work. So I always get the night flight and they're a little bit more I can't travel to London to go and get a flight because I just haven't got the time to take to get yeah. there. 
Um, the the transfer from like where you are to London will probably make up the difference that you'd be paying anyway. So yeah, yeah, because trains are ex- super expensive in the UK. It's like a hundred hundred pound to get to London on the train from here, and it's five stops, and I ain't ready for that. Not with a suitcase. <laughs> I mean, you can so always do you fly straight out of? Do you fly out of Wales? Do you? I fly out of Manchester, which is like forty five minutes. So where oh, you right, flew okay. into? That's where I. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I've flown into Cardiff Airport a few times and I was like surprised you can actually fly out internationally from... Well, Cardiff is the same distance as to London from from me. So it's just so much easier for me to travel to like Liverpool or Manchester and fly from there. I'm still so confused, obviously, with UK geography. I don't know where everything is. I just assume because you're in Wales, it'd be closer to Cardiff. I need like a green Cardiff. screen and I should have the, the map behind me and I should be like... This is North Wales. This is like a weather Wales. girl. Here is London. <laughs> you can do the, the clouds <laughs> and, and stuff like that. I I can't believe it's so cheap. I mean, can you guys guess normally how much it would cost for me to fly to the? Okay, so when I was flying over to Wales um, to to see my ex, can you guess how much it would normally cost to fly from is Sydney like to Cardiff? Eight hundred to nine hundred. No, I reckon it's like more that? than that. I want to say like twelve hundred. Somewhere in the middle. So normally I'd be pretty happy if it was about $2,000, um, I think, <laughs> on the high end. One time I flew into London because she had moved to London, and that was just under $2,000. Hello, Kitty. Um, mm-hmm. So that like £1,000. But, yeah, so when you guys are saying, like when Daniel's saying it's like 300 and something pounds to fly to mm-hmm. Thailand, because someone's not that far from us, I'm like, wow, if that seems expensive to you, flying out to, um, flying out to Australia. I mean, Australia is so far from everyone. That's kind of the only thing I think that's bad about Australia hmm. is that we're the far from everyone. Way, the cheapest way to get flights, though, is always have a layover. Yeah. When you have a layover, it's hmm. always cheaper. And you only laid over for like two hours, so it's fine. You can grab a coffee and then get straight back yeah. on the flight. It's not oh, this is with layovers. This is with layovers, Lauren. There's no direct from Sydney to Cardiff. From Sydney to London, no. I think one time I got a direct with Qantas and... I, I like that just because you could fall asleep, wake up, and you're in the place. Um, and I do like a layover. If I could get a shower or something, that would be perfect. But I think flying to Cardiff, because one time, you know when you have multi-leg flights, if if one leg is late, you're really screwed over. So uh, we were taxiing on the runway. You know when you just think you should take off and then you're stuck there for like an hour for no reason? That's what happened on the first mm-hmm. leg. And then we missed the connecting flight. And then I think I was stuck in, I can never remember whether it's Ireland or Scotland. I'm going to say Ireland because it was so green flying over. I got stuck in the Ireland airport, I assume it's Dublin, um, for eight hours to catch my next flight. And as compensation, I think they gave me a food voucher for eight pounds. That was my compensation for having to spend eight hours in Ireland. And that's the only time I've been in Ireland. Um, it was oh very God, I would have eaten at over. least three meals by then, just out of yeah. boredom. <laughs> when I was going to uh, Galaxy International this year, I had a layover in Washington. I never want to go back to Washington because of this, because I had a six-hour layover. And I thought, great, I'll watch a couple of films. That's fine. Six-hour layover, whatever. It's a bit long. But then a storm broke and I was there for another 10 hours. So it turned out in total Ooh. I was there a layover of 16 hours. Um, oh, no, no. I couldn't do and that. And they gave me $10 uh, as compensation. I, I probably sh- 
Yeah, I probably should actually inquire about that because I think over a certain amount of time you can actually get your like money back for a flight. But I just isn't it like if your flight is delayed over five hours, you get money? Yeah, I should have looked into it really, but no, it'll still it'll still be valid. I think it's valid up to like a year and or two years after your travel. I've seen adverts in places about these things. Hmm. Well, maybe I might have a cheeky like three hundred and fifty quid come my way then. Yeah. There we go. Over three hour delay, you're allowed to claim compensation on your ticket by aviation rules. I'll look into that after this. Get Googling. Get my money back. Yeah, put it so towards you the might dress. Have to <laughs> pay Lauren some commission on that. Wasn't it also Galaxy International? Didn't you guys just kind of fly out of wasn't that a hurricane that was going to hit Florida or something? There was a storm, uh, yeah. like massive storm. Just wasn't as there? I yeah. was just as I was leaving. Yeah. Um that it was announced that the storm was coming to Florida and we just saw people go into like the um department I don't know you like B&Q in the UK I don't know what they had I think it's called like Laos or something in America and they were just going and getting like wooden boards to like <laughs> like oh, no. put against their windows and we're like wait should we be doing something like this we didn't we managed to leave like the Tuesday before the storm hit these are the um, the dangers of international pageantry. Not only not only the pageant itself, but massive storms. Um, I'm going to have to listen back to this yeah. and hear what I sound like because I'm really fascinated now. I haven't seen Money Heist. Um, I know a lot of people have said they watched it and they loved it. I had one person tell me it was hugely overrated and they hated it because they found it very distracting because it was dubbed. Um, apparently, it's not in English, so the, all the words are no, uh, it's not. Not it's dubbed over, so I, I might I might have a look. Um, Okay, so the the other thing that I saw, Holly um, has obviously announced her pageant. I don't, do you guys know if it's just for this sort of interim year because of quarantine where we don't have Galaxy UK at the normal time or is she going to be running this ongoing? I, I'm not too sure on that actually. Yeah. Um, I haven't, haven't seen anyone ask that question. Uh, but knowing I Holly... It's probably gonna be joining the family. Yeah, because if you think about it, like Galaxy is gonna have to stay the same where it is now. Galaxy UK is gonna have to be the same time. Yeah, so she's kind of got that gap to fill in March, and I suppose we'll only show if it's successful next year. Mm. It's probably gonna end up staying. I'm this is for it, this is what it's called. So it's UK's National sure. Miss. There's not yeah. I don't know if the Instagram will work. I normally have a... Oh, here we go. Oh, there uh, we go. Well, hey. .com. Does it have much information here? What have we got? So there's no information there. I'm just there. very just excited to see what the crowns look like. Mm. I know a few people have said they're excited to see what the crowns are going to look like and whether they'll be, like, in keeping with the family. You know, obviously, um, international and Team GB has the same crown, but just with, obviously with different colours. Um, so Holly, I don't know if you guys can see it, but these are so obviously these are the divisions: Little Miss, Junior Miss, Teen Miss, Ms, and Classic Ms. So it's a little different to UK Galaxy. It doesn't have Misses; it's got Classic Ms instead. Mm. But it says under here: note each division from Miss upwards accepts any marital status, i.e., single, married, divorced, widowed. So um, obviously the Misses like could, could join the Classic yeah. Ms. And Holly here said that she's based it all on the feedback because, as she mentioned, um, she did a like a survey uh, mm. a 
a couple of weeks ago and got the feedback from all you guys and it's probably created this based on all the feedback. Does anyone know the divisions? Has she announced it yet? I don't think they're still set in stone yet. Set in stone yet because um, there was she put up a status and there was still an ongoing discussion about uh, discuss. I can't get my words out today. What is wrong discussion. with discussion? There's an ongoing discussion about the um, categories, I believe. Yeah, so I don't the, think a lot of people said that they would prefer a Mrs. category. Yeah, and then I actually, some people say no. I I don't. I'm not defined yeah. by being married. I'm still. Like Mrs. means. Yeah, I actually really liked the comment from Zara Nortley that she Zara, put on this. Yeah. It's, it's nice to not be defined by defined. my marital status. So, because yeah. she, she made a point that men don't have to change their, you know, their initials, what's it called? Their status. Men don't have to change theirs. So, their title. Yeah. 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 It's always Mr. It's, you don't have to worry about the Mrs. Am I Mrs. Yeah. Am I Ms. Am I Miss? Um, that, that's an interesting discussion i think you'll find people are mm. probably split on that yeah. um i know i read kaylee i think kaylee was saying that she'd like a mrs division but she also wasn't super fast uh, mm. i think most sensible people probably won't mind either way uh, when, when is it being held is it being held w during what would normally be galaxy time like march april i presume that's, so I, yeah that's what i think she said on one of the posts that it's going to be march okay. isn't it I, I would sense. assume so probably because she would have she'd probably have the hotel booked she would have had yeah. the hotel booked yeah. Yeah. for next year's galaxy so she's probably just shifted this around and then next year's galaxy remind me when is she, uh uk galaxy talking here when she she's planning on running that that's after international galaxy right yes yeah i think 2021 put, i think she put up a status that she galaxy 2021 will be looking to be held in november Correct me if I'm wrong. November. Uh, November. I think, yeah, I think it was November. Yeah, and those queens that were that get crowned in November 2021 will be attending Galaxy International 2022. So it's like there's almost yeah. like a year missing. So you've yeah, got your 20 so this year's 20 queens, and then yeah. you've got your 2022 queens, but they're Which, just going to be crowned in 2021. But they're going to go to the 2022 finals. But yeah. I mean, it's one of those circumstances that is probably never going to happen again. It's just the fact that COVID came and ruined everyone's pageant plans. <laughs> I like I like the way that she's done it. And I think it's probably the right way if there's any such thing of doing it, because otherwise you'd have yeah. a year in the middle and it would have been Danielle's year where you then have probably, so first off, they don't really... I mean, they'd hand over, but they haven't been to internet. There's a bit of a weird interim yeah. year. I mean, the way that it runs, the way Holly is doing it, people, some people get extra long reigns, but I don't think anyone really feels like they're missing out. Yeah. Whereas if she'd run Galaxy 2021, so if she'd run UK Galaxy 2021 before the international 2021, then you'd have two UK yeah. people in yeah. each division, or you'd have to give them a weird title. And I didn't really like the idea of that. Yeah. It's like I'm B1, B2. Oh, I mean, you could have done that. And the, I mean, the thing is, remember, this will cost Holly money as well. Um, it'll cost Maria money as well because you have a, a pageant that, that hasn't run, um, certainly in Maria's case, because there's, no, yeah. there's mm. no 2020 pageant at all. So I do feel for Maria. Um, when is, who, does anyone know when Galaxy International next year? Is it normally, it's normally July, it's, isn't it? So it's going to be July. same again in July. 
Yeah. But do you know what I think though? Like I think it's actually a good thing because the girls have got from November until the following July yeah. to prepare for internationals. Mm. Like that Plenty has so much. Because I remember when I won Galaxy, I literally had three months to get all brand new appearances because my finalist appearances didn't really count for anything. So I had three months to be a queen and get all these appearances smashed out. And I was mm. stressed. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to have enough done. But now they've got the November to the July to get as yeah. many appearances as they possibly can and really have like a good go at getting appearances before they go to internationals. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, if you, do, if you don't have time to sort it now, then you're never going to have time because you've got, you know, <laughs> an extra, you've got an extra 12 months to sort it. Yeah. Having said that, I don't know if anyone's had much success doing appearances or anything like that. I, I see it's kind of, I think people have sort of been stuck inside for too long. So you sort of had initially where we all got quarantined and everyone was going, oh, this, this will be interesting. And they're all trying different things. Now I feel like a lot of us have been stuck inside so long. We're sort of losing steam and we're just a little bit sick of it and a bit lost. I, I don't know if it's the same because yeah. I, I see so many comments because I'm always replying to people and I'm just watching the overall sort of emotional wave. It seems like a lot of people at the moment had a bit of a low and then sort of you pick up and you do something and you feel really high and then you have and another then you feel low. low again. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of just I, like I watching. Kind of, I kind of had a little bit, when was it? Was it the other night, Danielle, or the night before where I kind of put in the group chat and I was like, I feel like I am doing nothing. Do yeah. I just come up with some sort of online campaign um, get that posted but at the end of the day, like there's so many online campaigns now which I think are yeah. amazing but for me, I don't want to force anything just because I feel like I need to do it. It needs yeah. to become organic. And instead of doing online campaigns, I can do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that people may not see, but it's those plans that are going to be put in place for my Beauty With A Purpose project that people are going mm. to see fruition throughout my year um, whilst we get ready for Miss Wales finals. So doing these online campaigns is just going to take my focus away from the bigger picture yeah and I always say it's quality over quantity yeah so those yeah. that are doing it can sometimes get exhausted when you see campaign after campaign after campaign I'm like are these actually making a difference like I think before you start an online campaign I think you really need to think about you know that that the long-term goal of this what do you want mm. to achieve by doing this um instead of just posting a picture wearing you know and I'm not bashing anyone. Um, I just feel like there was a phase where there was a lot of it and it was quite overwhelming. And yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. Um, and, you know, RTC, so, so many times you're just like, okay, we need something new, something fresh, something a little bit more I've innovative. I've kind of zoned out on what people are yeah. doing on Facebook because I just see it all the time and I'm being tagged in so many things that now I just... Um zone out and I don't even check what I'm tagged in because it doesn't mm. go on my timeline it goes into the timeline request so I just don't even go in that folder I know because it's... every time I try to tag you in anything it goes you don't have permission to tag I'm like oh Lauren I understand it by the way <laughs> I, I get tagged more on Instagram sometimes I get um the thing that bugs me is when you have uh, someone who obviously wants your attention and they just followed you or they suddenly for some reason want your attention and you get likes they they like your last like nine posts and it comes up in your feed as so-and-so like your post, like your post, like your post, like your post, and it's within like two minutes and you're kind of like, 
that, that's pretty obvious. You haven't had time to read anything. You're just liking it to get my attention. So I'm not going to give you anything. Um, but the, um, as in, I'm not going to give you my attention, but the online campaigns, because um, I've, I, again, I've been sort of watching the, the pulse, uh, feeling the pulse of the community. If you look at the moment, there's a lot of people liking things, but very few people are commenting on things now. Mm. And it's kind of dropped off. People are just to the point where they're just scrolling, liking, scrolling, liking. It's very rare now that people actually stop to leave a comment because I think we're just so saturated, oversaturated with social mm. media. Yeah. And um, I like Danielle's point of the online campaign. And it's, you need to think of the, the end goal. And I think that's really important. So if you're just doing it and it doesn't actually really build awareness or really make a difference, I think I'm really hoping someone comes up with something a little bit different because I think online, online campaigns, it's a little bit, people have maybe rolling their eyes at it a little bit. And again, if you're doing it, it's great. But I would love to see, I think you also saw with Instagram Lives, there was a whole batch of um, people starting to do interviews. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God. My entire, like, you know the top of your story? You know the, yeah. the top of your Instagram? It was all people live. And I'm just like, I actually want to I was to like trying to see what were people's stories. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, the thing I that... Like the, the idea, I like the idea of the Miss Universe and Miss Wales doing it because it's not... Mm-hmm very often that the girls get mm. that sort of platform where they can um kind of interact with the current title holder and really showcase themselves so i love the idea of being able to showcase yourselves to the fans of that pageant um mm. but then at one point it was just so many lives i was like oh my goodness what is even going on yeah yeah i, I love those ones um the the, the ones are kind of i was kind of wondering why everyone was doing it it looked like someone started it and then everyone thought, hey, this is a great idea and jumped on it. And in itself, I don't have any problem with that. But the, the fact that it was on Instagram Live, this is from a tech point, was bugging me because it's like you could do the world's most epic interview and it's gone in 24 hours because you can't <laughs> keep it on Instagram Live. Yeah. Then you guys do it on Facebook Live. And then people, I understood that people didn't know how to bring interview, like bring guests onto Facebook. So uh, like Harriet asked me, how do you do this sort of a thing? And this is why I'm now using this software. It's because I recommended it to her and it's not without its problems, obviously. Um, But I just, yeah, I I want someone to, I'm hoping someone comes up with something that I look at and go, wow, that's interesting or that's innovative. Um, Something whilst we're stuck in lockdown. Uh, And I I don't know what it is, to be fair. I haven't had time to sit down and actually think about it. But um, Actually, this is the other thing, because I wanted to ask you guys, in Australia with lockdown, we're beginning to roll the restrictions back. And that's because if you look at our numbers, they're phenomenal, like phenomenally low. We've done really super well compared to almost the entire rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, New Zealand has as well. So New much so to amazing. the point. So much so to the point that um, we're thinking of setting up sort of uh, international, we can't travel internationally, but we're thinking of a special exception for New Zealand um, between Australia and New Zealand because the COVID numbers in both countries are pretty low. And their prime minister is amazing. I put up a post. Yeah, she's she literally amazing. was doing a she was doing a press conference and literally there's an earthquake while she's answering someone's question. <laughs> and she just goes, she's shaking and the whole camera is shaking and she goes, we- Oh, you're frozen. Have I frozen? No, nope, Adrian's frozen. Adrian's oh, man. gone. Okay, that's say? even better now. So, what guys, you what a real tea is here. <laughs> <laughs> you just froze then. <laughs> I know. I think I need to restart my computer. Tell me if my voice sounds even weirder now. But she literally was, she said, and this is such a New Zealand and an Aussie thing, 
we're having a bit of an earthquake. I mean, <laughs> just a little a bit. bit. Can you imagine? I mean, us Aussies don't really get earthquakes. New Zealand's a bit more frequent, but um, we're famous down under and including New Zealand for sort of not taking anything too seriously. Uh, and then the, the reporter asks her, is everything all right? Are you safe? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm not sending on any, any lights. It looks structurally sound, so it's okay. I'm like, if it was any, like if it was Donald Trump or something, you just imagine him diving for cover and all his bodyguards like helping him out. So yeah, just having a bit of an earthquake, it's all good. Um, but what's happening with lockdown in the UK? Because I had my friend in the US saying, yeah, we're all back to normal. Everyone's going out. And I'm like, why? Like, isn't that way too soon? So what's happening in, I guess, in England and what's happening in Wales? Because as I understand it, they're not necessarily the same. No. Danielle, do you want to start with England? Um, England, we are technically still in lockdown. But if you can't work from home, like I'm, I, I sound like the meme, the, the Matt Lucas <laughs> recreation of Boris Johnson. If you can't work from home, go to work. Not don't go time. to work don't go out but you can go out um oh, i don't even want to go into it. it's, i'm still confused i'm still confused from that announcement but basically <laughs> just stay in lockdown basically just you know but if, if you need to if work's telling you to go in then go you gotta but go I, in i would avoid the tube at all costs if you're in london um yeah, I'm still confused about that, but I'm still living my life as if I'm in lockdown. So nothing has really changed to sum up. It's still pretty I much mean, the same. I went to the park today and there was um, like loads of people out there having picnics yeah. and stuff. We're allowed I unlimited think... outdoor time now. And you're allowed to meet one person, one person from outside of your two household and be two metres apart. But Wales is still like, completely one is doing that stay at home i went to on my run today i ran past like like a family party in the park there was probably about 20 people sitting in the big circle yeah and they weren't we're getting we're getting a lot of people like just completely rebelling against the advisories that the government set out i mean i saw on someone's snapchat that they were having a hot tub party Ooh. with a load of people around their house and I was just like this is not what we're supposed to be doing out of your neighbours that sounds like the you. absolute but worst thing you could do a hot yeah. tub party Corona, could you do anything yeah. worse yeah. Corona soup oh, oh god yeah. I mean I, I know that the um kind of restrictions i know this from personal experience i lost my nan two weeks ago so for funeral um purposes i know that we are allowed a few more and they're not so strict on it anymore you're still not allowed inside the church or anything like that but we're just doing like a graveside and it, they said at first that though you're only allowed 20 but if you can have more like if you need more than 20 you can have them there but just they have to kind of everyone has to space out as much right. as possible social distance yeah yeah and it is just being about it's self-awareness and just being sensible with it all but i know i know scotland and wales decided to just kind of separate from england and from what mm. boris was saying because we still feel it's necessary to stay in lockdown a little bit longer 
Well, Sophie here has said we move into phase one as of Thursday. Is Sophie? I don't. I don't know what phase one is. Is that that um, the Nando's chili thing? It's... That's the. That's no. The, the, the alert is a chili. That's the alert. The Nando's I, I chili. The, the spice scale. You got to understand. There is so I much to keep up with with Corona, and then internationally as well. And you just reading it all, and you go like, I don't know what what phase, what color we're up to. Where are we on the chili scale? What am I allowed to do? What am I not allowed to do? So I know I had a conversation with um, my boss from the estate agents, and we're preparing to go back to work as of the first of June. So okay, so next week. Yeah. So I think we're getting briefed at some point on the weekend where they'll probably tell us what we um, are going to do next. But I'm just trying to... Okay, really but has anything changed? Things. Like, what, why is that happening now? I mean, if you can, that's great, but why, why is it happening now? Someone must have changed something. I think our numbers, I think our numbers are reducing. Are, yeah. Yeah. So they're starting to relax a little bit more now, which... But the thing is, though, then we don't want, like, the second wave to come and it's going to be more worse than the first. Well, there, there's going to be a, a spike. There has to yeah. be. I think it's just yeah. a question of how big it is. How but I only talked about this last week. The thing that boggles my mind is, sure, go back to work if you can take your own car and your work has enough space. But the tube in London boggles my mind. Like, how can you do that? and pretend that that's safe like i that's the one thing i would not want to be in is an enclosed space on a platform underground with a whole bunch warm. of potentially infected people around me that i don't understand that like i was saying last week in sydney now our public transport it has dots literally where you're allowed to stand and the police said if you're not standing on the dot we're going to pull you off pull you like physically pull you off so a normal bus can which is a big bus similar to a london-sized bus except a single decker can only have 12 people on it so we're being super yeah. caught about that whereas over there it kind of sounds like and in america as well someone has decided well we need the economy going again everything's fine run and play and i'm like based on what i mean i know your numbers are coming down mm. but very easy to put it back up because most people still haven't been infected so there's none of this herd immunity stuff and i'm just they i'm getting really confused now in central London, we have a thing called the congestion charge, which is basically yeah. you have to pay a certain amount of money if you want to drive through central London. Now, they lifted this um, to encourage people to drive to work if they need to go to work, so they don't have to pay that. Um, I believe, I don't really have a, re a, re a reliable source for this, but I believe that that is back now in place, so you do now have to pay if you want to go into central London in your car. So they did lift that for a bit to encourage people to drive in instead of getting the tube, but that's back in place now. So okay, and like they probably realise just... how much money they're losing on it, and they which, need which I understand. I understand, but as Lauren mentioned, I think last week it's like it's no good if you're trying to get the economy started if everyone is getting reinfected. I mean, that's just gonna it's very short term thinking. I mean, to give you an idea, in Australia, as I said, we're doing phenomenally well and they're still not allowing interstate travel between specific states. So Queensland, which is a state just north of myself, it's the one with the Gold Coast and Brisbane and all the ridiculously amazing beaches. They don't want any of us coming from New South Wales into their state because they say that, quote unquote, we're the worst state. 
um, in terms of infections. And, and you know, they're right, but this is within Australia, they're still keeping borders shut. So when I hear like the UK and the US, uh, like in Florida, where my friend is, and just like, yeah, we're, we're open again, it kind of, I get really confused yeah. because your, your numbers are a lot worse, a lot worse than ours, magnitudes. We've only, and I say only in inverted commas, had 100 deaths nationwide from Corona wow. in a country of, over 20, I think it's probably 25 million population to give you an idea. And we're still not allowing interstate travel between certain states. So for me to hear that, yeah, we're open for business as usual. I'm like, why? Apart from the economy, is there any reason apart from we need to get money going again? It just, that's why I'm asking because I'm, I'm really confused uh, at the moment. Basically. Uh, well, and it sounds like a lot of other people aware, are confused as well. I'm going back to work on the 1st of June yeah right. i'm just waiting to hear now from the government but first of june is i think from what i'm hearing is very likely to happen because we're only having okay. one person in the office um and that's it so just work alone in the office and I suppose you can't really and you go into work on your own go home on your own you're not really going to infect anyone are you or well i think if you knows. can if you can drive in yourself and if everyone's being intelligent with distancing and um, the hand sanitizers, and, and I think, look, in Australia, most people now are being very sensible with it. I think at the beginning, I was very disappointed that Australians were being a bit stupid about it. Um, and I think it may have been mainly tourists who were being a bit stupid about it, which I can understand. But then, yeah, I get that. So you sit in your own space, in your office, you don't go around and touch everyone's stuff and you sanitize your hands. I get that. But as I said, the, what I get really confused about and worried about, frankly, is the tube and public transport and things like that. Yeah. Because I don't, I, I don't understand. It doesn't sound like, mm. at least in London, you guys have taken the same precautions as in as in Sydney with literally putting dots. You can stand here, you can stand that's, there, but you can't stand so anywhere good. in between. I and am, it was just I, such a, it sounds so much common sense to me. Yeah, I read an article recently, like you mentioned, the New Zealand Prime Minister, um, mm. I read an article recently that the female prime ministers or the female leaders of the world are actually doing their countries. Yeah, yeah I, that's where I saw it then. Are actually doing a lot better <laughs> in running their countries in reducing their cases of um, COVID nineteen, which I found really yeah. interesting. Um, but no, there's no like dots on the floor anywhere here in the tube, um, and like you said that we have it in supermarkets, but that's about it. We don't really, we didn't, yeah. I, I haven't seen it in my supermarkets. I've seen like oh. we have uh, like arrows on the floor. You have to go like a certain route. No one takes a blind bit of different like notice out no. of that whatsoever. Um, I was literally so shopping the other day and we. I was like trying to be wary of the distance between the person mm. in front of me and not going until they'd gone and stuff like that. And then this woman just came past me like straight in front of me and I'm like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Actually, no, I have seen some dots on the floor. I think I was in a Morrison's and I saw dots Morrison's, on the floor. Morrison's, yeah, yeah, that's where I went the other day. They've got dots on the floor. Yeah. But they don't have... I'm not scared of public Tesco. transport on the best of days, so I would not yeah. be taking public transport now. Oh. And you said, was it, it 20, 25 million people in Australia? That's it. I, I think it's somewhere, yeah, but way back I know it was less than that, but I think it's it's definitely over 20 million nationwide. Okay. And well, as we I said, have... I'm, we have almost 9 million people in London alone. Yeah. So, so that's a good double, probably even more so than the size of Sydney. Um, the population of Sydney probably in a much more contained 
area. So this is where I get very confused. It's like if you reopen for business, how are you going to make sure that your population stays safe? And surely public transport with a tube, that, that's the number one thing. You need yeah. to do something about it. And why not put something like dots? I mean, it's super simple. You, you put them literally, they're stickers, and then you just police that. At, at least try doing something. Um, Maybe it, avoid just... sitting on the seats or holding the bars unless you've got um, gloves on. I don't think you should be yeah. allowed to go in the tube unless you've got a face mask on. Um, but and they need to have the staff to enforce enforce these rules. But I don't think they're going to the put thing. the money into so, it. Yeah. Well, here in Sydney, it's literally the police who are being tasked with it. And as as I said, they they they're being very strict about it. They did a press release saying, if you're not going to obey this, and we're going to drag you kicking and screaming off the bus, and the bus won't be going anywhere until there's twelve twelve people on the bus, not thirteen. And I think you need that because not everyone's going to follow the rules. And if you're a citizen, you can't exactly, you know, just kick someone off the bus yourself. Mm. So you need the um, you could try. Yeah. But you need you need someone to enforce these rules, otherwise it's completely pointless. Yeah. So, as I said, I, I've just been a bit confused because Australia, I think we've done really well, and we still have quite a lot of restrictions. We're only very gradually rolling them back, whereas it seems other countries just have gone, we're okay now, we'll reopen. And it seems to be that there's, there's no reason for it other than our economy is really screwed up, which I understand. But if you have a second spike, your economy is worse things than your economy being screwed up are going to happen um caitlin says the taxi driver we've been advised to take card payments yeah that that makes sense yeah, and then charlotte here cash. has said third week of work already self-employed work from home manchester area joe we have security guards on our supermarket doors in blackpool oh yeah Is we that... do as well we have the security guards there yeah we've got but... some the, I think I've almost seen a fight break out on my local Tesco because when I went last, the queue was humongous. The oh, queue wow. took me 40 oh. minutes. I obviously went at the wrong time. 40 mm. minutes in a queue. And I saw three people, at least three people, try and jump it. And then there was a security guard that was... Obviously, you can't touch people. So he's trying to do his job and not let him through. But he's trying to, like... Yeah. We had a full-on fight in the KFC drive-through the other week. It was absolutely insane and hilarious at the same time. There's basically How do you have like a fight a... in a drive-through? Oh, Aren't you all in your cars? Wait till you hear this, though. There's, there's a Starbucks and a KFC. It was that way to Starbucks and that way to KFC. So the Starbucks guy came out and was talking to the cars and was like, if you want to go to Starbucks and you don't want to wait in this massive queue for KFC, you can just cut in front and turn that way and you can go to Starbucks. So this little, this kid, he must have just passed his test. He was about 17 or 18. He looked very, very young. Decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut the queue for KFC. And he just sped through and then pushed in front of this other guy in, in the car. So this other guy like went right up to his the bonnet of his car, not the bonnet, the rear end of his car, and got out and started punching him through the window <gasps> and shouting at him. So then this the the little guy in the car, the like eighteen year old, just decided to reverse three times into his car. <laughs> and then people were like getting out. I shouldn't laugh, but it was just so unbelievable. Me and Mum were like, "What is going on? I just want a KFC. You just want a bargain bucket." Yeah, and 
I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And then people were getting out of their cars, videoing it. And this kid was just like zooming off and they were on the phone to the police like saying, he's just crashed into my car. People were like, well, you shouldn't have punched him in the face. It was crazy. I, I like to say things like that don't, don't happen in Australia because I've never heard of anything like that happen in Australia. I've um, seen videos that's... of it, but I've never been a witness of one of these. Just, just punching him through the window. Well, like the, his window was down because it was a hot day, but he just decided to like just put his hand through the window and was punching him in the face, all because he cut in front of him in the KFC queue. Told you KFC is bad for you. <laughs> all these, all these. <laughs> it was very, very nice though, and well worth the wait. The KFC or the punching in the face. The KFC. <laughs> So See, is not, are they open one, now? Uh, KFC and Mecca's? Just McDonald's, KFC. McDonald's. Well, some open. McDonald's are open, but they're the ones oh, that are yeah. closest to the warehouse where they must make the produce. Yeah, I'm not really like a, a KFC or a McDonald's kind of person, but recently I have been craving mm. it because it's just knowing that you can't have it. Yeah. I think we Definitely. were talking about the fillet o fish buns last night and how we need to know their skincare routine because they are always like perfectly smooth. <laughs> I think it's called having a high level Esteemed. of plastic put in you. Yeah. I, 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 isn't it? I think this, I don't know if this is urban folklore or whether it's true, but I think if you take a McDonald's burger and you just leave it on, you know, a shelf I've somewhere and you come Time back lapse. to it six months, a year later, and it still looks exactly the same. Um, that should really make you think twice. But having said that, when you haven't had it for a long, I, I get the, I, I don't care about the burger so much. It's the fries. The I, fries. I can't. Mm, salty, yeah. salty. With no salt. No, no salt. I like the salt. You've got to have salt, Lauren. I, I'm not a salt person normally, but for some mm. reason, fries without salt, it just tastes like I might as well just eat potato. And even potato needs seasoning for me because otherwise it's very bland. So like the one time I do too. need salt is. So you don't yeah. have salt on anything? Well, I go to McDonald's and I say, can I have fries with no salt, please? And then they go, oh. I've once oh, been called the B word, the B word, okay, because but... I asked for no salt on my is, fries. Is that, the, is that the one time you don't have salt is on fries or sort of like blanket on everything you don't like having well, salt? Well, I don't eat like crisps with salt on them. So I don't eat ready salted crisps. I oh, don't wow. really add salt to my food. Only if I'm cooking pasta, but then you can't really taste it that much in the pasta. Yeah, that's um, a bit different. So, yeah, I don't really add salt to my food at all. Mm. I don't really I like, I don't add it on top, I've, only on chips. No. Like, I add it in when I'm yeah. cooking, like for seasoning, like marinades and all that good stuff. But you know when I'll you go and get fish and chips in. and they're like salt and vinegar, I'm like, nope. Yes. I don't like on. vinegar either. Oh, no. I don't like the vinegar on my fish and oh. chips. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one, but it needs to have salt. What? Otherwise, no, it doesn't, it doesn't feel... need salt. It just needs I... ketchup or mayonnaise. I have ketchup. a very no. particular way that I salt and vinegar my chips. I'm hungry now. So, first of all, when you get Here your chips, go. put your salt on. Then I put my regular vinegar, salt them again, and then I put a little bit, you know the onion vinegar, the clear one? That's no. please someone comment below. You know the onion vinegar. I don't know if that's white, an East End thing. White, the white. Wait. 
it's like it's not white vinegar. Like, yes, I know. No, it's not even vinegar. It's like pickle juice. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> they, they, ha- they have it. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's pickle juice. So I do like salt, vinegar, salt, pickle juice. Bang it. Try it. Being on a plate. <laughs> it's so good. Literally, half um, being on a plate. I'm there was my brother was telling me here in Australia because we we tend to eat there's a lot of people who eat super healthy and nut milk is a huge thing here I don't know if it is in the UK oh, yeah. so like almond yeah. milk and stuff like that yeah. and um the dairy farmers are getting upset about these people using the word milk to describe their nut milks so do you know <laughs> this is not a word of a lie apparently do you know what they they want these nut milk producers to call their things now their products not nut, nut milk nut juice no thank you <laughs> i'll stick with my nut milk <laughs> can you <laughs> nut juice oh, just... oh dear me, that... and you're like can i have that with nut juice instead of milk please <laughs> Can you just imagine as a young girl going up to your the male barista and saying, "Can I have? Do you have any nut juice?" And be like, "Did I just hear that right?" Um, okay, well there you go, Danielle. Kevin Wise knows onion yes. vinegar. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Pickle juice. It's... I've heard people drink pickle juice, but I don't know. If it's the same thing. I like pickle juice. I like pickles. We've got um. Sound. Look, here we go. Is pickle juice the brother-in-law of beetle juice? It's distilled, <laughs> distilled vinegar. Does that mean it's distilled dis- vinegar? I don't know, vinegar. but it's good. They always have two types of vinegar in my chippy. They have the brown vinegar and then the clear vinegar. I don't know what it that is. That must be a London good. thing. Maybe. I we don't have that. I don't even think you'd find onion vinegar here in Australia. I've never heard of it. I've heard of white vinegar, rice vinegar. Um, there's Maybe red vinegar, vinegar in Chinese restaurants. I don't know. I might go to my chippy tomorrow and I'll take a picture ask of it and I'll, yeah. I'll ask them what's in that and we'll find out. Uh, Highly recommend. Anyway, we, we seem to have these giant arguments over food and the best way to have it. So we obviously, if the three of us went to have fish and chips, we're all going to have it very different ways. I just like it with salt or chicken salt because you can have a lot of chicken salt here as well and tartare sauce. Yeah. What sauce? It's It's... What sauce? What sauce is that? Tartare. Tartare. What do you call it? Tartare. Tartare. I don't even know. I'm now so phobic of pronouncing any, any, because you, you thought the way I said raspberries was funny. Raspberries. Whichever way I go, anything I say now seems to, someone thinks it's funny. So I don't know what to say now. So my (laughs) accent, my accent is now this mishmash of Australian, UK and US. And frankly, it depends on who I'm talking to. I just, I can't speak normally anymore. But Lauren wants it with, I was going to say tomato juice, because now I'm thinking well, of all I this usually stuff. do like a fish ketchup. and chips with ketchup, or then I like curry sauce on my chips. Oh, you rotter. <laughs> no. Or oh, mushy peas. I love mushy peas. Okay, well, I'll allow the mushy peas, but you've got to add mint sauce on the mushy pea. Ooh. No. Oh. We don't have mushy peas here in Australia. That's a very UK thing. I'm just telling you now. You're so okay. there'll be no mushy peas. You're missing out. There'll be... No mushy. No, I don't think I am. I had it in the UK. I'm Are like, okay? this is just pureed peas. So Are you okay? Are you sure you're okay, Adrian? I'm not okay. I've never said I'm okay, but I'm okay without having mushy peas because <laughs> it just sounds, I mean, think about it. It just sounds revolting. Mushy peas. 
I mean, when is mushy a good thing? You you, you don't want any. If anyone tells you, describes you, you as mushy, well, I don't. You just like whole peas in. I don't mind oh. peas, but mushy, yeah, mushy just sounds like someone has just overcooked them, which basically mushy peas is, and then pureed it. It sounds like stuff mm. to eat when you have no teeth. Drink it through mm. a straw. No, not that. It's got to be a little bit thick. I like my mushy peas when they're lumpy. Yeah, a little so bit. It's not little like a mushy. paste, like it could come out of a tube. I like a bit of lump in there. Mushy peas. Okay, oh. I don't... The thing with chips, because people are talking about now what they put on their chips, I hate putting anything on my... And when I say chips, I'm talking about fries, not crisps, because putting any sauce on the fries makes them soggy, and that makes me mm. very sad. So I don't like putting anything on my fries i really hate it when you sort of between a friend you get a big serve of fries and then someone decides to pour all the sauce on it oh and then the whole thing is rude. soggy that just makes rude. it really sad I'd be like no i'll go get my own um gravy on them chips I and gravy i don't know if that's a huge thing here that's a mushy thing, peas and yeah see this is why i think i don't think i'm northern despite what that quiz on facebook said mushy peas <laughs> and ketchup Together, Ooh. Megan. That, no. Yeah. Mm, I, don't know really? I, can, I don't know if I can get down with that. And then, um, has, have you ever had a... <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a name. Um, no, I don't know, and I don't know what those are, Kevin. Uh, uh, so I, worked, I worked in a butcher's, and I actually had to cook the faggots in the butcher's, and it's basically like all the off-cut of meat all ground up in the grinder and then cooked in these little balls it's also like called like a savory duck it's got like the liver the do you have like little like spices everything. in there as well yeah they they have like a faggot mix and it's like some pepper they it's like a, like a stuffing ball with all the offcuts of meat but the, the real name from is savory duck Okay. Yeah. okay. You don't don't sell those here in Australia. Back from I, my I butchering days when I used to work in a butcher. I heard that when you. I, I didn't realize this. I've interviewed you. I never knew you worked in a, in a butcher's shop. So are you able to yeah. like? Um, are you able to like Cut dissect? Uh, dissect? Yeah. But hock, hock up, chop up a whole cow. No, or? I left that for the guys in the back. If they'd ask for like something done, like a pork chop or a lamb chop, I'd just take the whole thing to the boys in the back and be like, can you cut this for me, please? You're very good at doing that. That's the same face you said you make at the airport when you want extra baggage. <laughs> no, it's when I want extra like seats to lie down on. Mushy peas are actually marrow fat peas, not garden peas. I, I feel like this podcast has just become talking about mm. different types of food. Every, every, this is what's happening in quarantine, mind you. Everyone's obsessed with Everyone's baking. Everyone's hungry. Now. We're I'm I've been cooking. eating the same thing, though. I'm having the same thing most weeks. I'm going to make a chili con carne, though, at some point, because mm. I miss chili con carne. I've been cooking that a lot more good. as well. I actually, I went full on Mrs. Hinch today and cleaned the entire kitchen. I have, like, this spice <laughs> rack that spins. And because it's right next to the cooker, it gets like covered in a little layer of grease. I know that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So I um, degreased all of that today and uh, started looking at all the spices and like playing around with them. So trying to, you know, become a little bit more of a homemaker. One of my mum's, I emptied one of my mum's cupboards and I was like, do you need all these things? 
she was like yeah I'm like what are all these wires for she's like I don't know but I need them <laughs> and I was Sounds like, like my dad well they are going in the bin and I threw them away and put all my parcel stuff all in the, <laughs> in the cupboard I was like this is now my cupboard is this my parcel drawer your dad's um your dad's man main cave man shed is I saw that at the end of your YouTube video. It's like, oh my God. I had a few requests being like, can you film a video with your dad talking through what's in his shed? Because it is, it's (laughs) like going into Aladdin's cave, but for like DIY and golf. (laughs) So maybe, yeah. Oh my God. I feel like taking you downstairs there now. Should should we go down there? You, what are you on your phone? Can you can you move? Yeah, I mean, I we'll wrap this phone. up. So if you, yeah, sure, go for it. I mean, I, the viewers can come along with me, but I've moved away oh, from my room. They're to, obviously. Right. Oh my um, god, I feel like I've got a secret admirer in the comments. Oh, what's they what are they saying? Lauren Parkinson is hot. Lauren Ooh. is hot. <laughs> yeah, I sorry, Ron Burgundy, Don't but forget. you're blocked. Oh. Don't forget Danielle and Adrian. They are. Hot I was gonna say, too. what am I? Bloody chopped <laughs> liver. Oh, I, I don't care if someone wants to say Lauren is like. I don't. I'm not jealous. I'm just like that's got no place on my am. channel. So. <laughs> right. Can, who, uh, Danielle, you. Oh, here we go. Where's... We're getting a tour. This is the man cave. Um, one of my favourite features of the man cave is. Our ball box. Ball box? Oh, yes. I feel like I'm going to break something. Oh, my God. They're all going to fall. Yeah. Hold up. Oh, my God. Careful. Could you imagine if they just drop? I watched a video on TikTok, and it was all of his golf balls falling out of his boot of his car. Oh, that, that was such a good TikTok. Um, I was tempted to do that to my dad today because he went and played golf today. But basically, let me see. It's a whole box oh. of golf oh balls. My really? Do you need that many golf balls, Dad? Like, really? Like, it's like it's gone around an entire golf, like, you know, like a driving range and taken all the what? balls. And this is why, pretty why does he need? Why does he need so many? I don't... I mean, if you have a driving range, I get it, but... I mean, we can go and ask him why he needs so many balls, but, like, really, that is just not necessary. Um, and we have like an old vintage car here that my dad is doing up. Oh God! Let me turn. Because normally it, it's a. Th- I haven't been down here so long. Normally it's a thing like it's a standing out. joke with guys. Can you imagine if will... like Freddy Krueger jumped out right now? Who's behind you, Danielle? Alright, <laughs> 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 here's the light switches. Boom! Let there be light. A... I did that to Maggie G the other night and she was like, I'm going to kill you. There's a, a car on here. Would you believe it is a frame? Dad's been doing some very good welding work on here. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that is my bike. Let's find some cringy things in here because my dad keeps everything. Some golf clubs. He's taken the disco ball down and that makes me really sad. I actually ripped my dad because um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I had this... Disco like, ball? A, a purple disco ball that I used to have in my room for some reason. Don't ask me why. I thought I was some like disco a diva. Purple disco. Dad had it hanging up in here. And randomly, Dad came to me and was just like, I've thrown out your disco ball because <laughs> you had a go at me about it. You ripped into me about it. And because I put it on the internet, all of Dad's friends saw it and they all asked him why he had a disco ball in his garage. 
Um, he has organized <laughs> it very well. Just in case every you inch is used. Yeah. And so. above here is the most amount of wood you will ever see in your entire life. Can you see Can't. that? I don't know if you can see that, but there is Can't. boards and boards and boards of wood everywhere. So what does he do with it all? Does he make stuff? I mean, aside from the car, but the wood's obviously not for the car. I mean, we can kind of... Oh, yeah, we're just exploring <laughs> your uh, man cave. Why? Because everyone's intrigued. He's going to come and shout Everyone at you. wants to know what's going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't swear. Um, oh, me old crabbing lines. You ever been crabbing, Adrian? Is that is that catching crabs? Is, yeah, just... yeah, I've been crabbing down I mean, the beach. There's one for all of us here. Look, I've got like. No, I mean, what, what's the difference between a crabbing line and a fish I line? Mean, how many crabbing lines do you need? I've got four here. But what's the difference between that and a fishing line? Oh, um, it's on this. They're always orange for some reason. Don't know why. And then there's wire that goes round. Yeah, it, and, and like you usually have in the water and the crabs. Oh, it's wire. There's a weight on there yeah. oh, wow. and then what you do is it's just like a normal fishing line but you don't like cast it out you just drop it yeah. by the and then, and then yeah. my secret is put a piece of bacon on it they love bacon people use sweet corn mm, they don't want yeah. any vegetable they want the good stuff they want smoky bacon well actually turn the light off <laughs> careful going out there seems like there's a lot you could trip over oh don't everything yeah, torch on your phone Engine. I don't know what one the engine is. Mechanics hit me up. Let me know. Right. Oh, where's the light switch? Yeah, this radio looks older than me. Probably is. Oh wow, that's a proper transistor radio. That's there's probably it. got fuses in it and stuff. Oh god. Everything in here. But yeah, that is um, my dad's um, garage. Wow. Okay. YouTube, I think he might YouTube actually, video on that. He might actually scene. be Batman. Well, yeah. there's, so, there's so many things in there, and it actually sounds like he knows what they all are, because the normal joke yeah. is that guys collect all these power tools, but they have no idea how to use them. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. And then so. this is a find that we found the other day in there, which is amazing, and I've decided when I buy my place, I'm going to stick a slab of marble on top and make it uh -huh. bougie, but it's a singer. Oh, cast see iron. That. It's a cast yeah. iron singer where it used to have um, sewing machine. a sewing machine on top of it. So oh, it's really, yeah. really beautiful vintage. I uh, know how heavy those he are. He went to put a rubbish piece on top of it, and I was like, absolutely not. Um, I said, we'll wait until um, I find a place, and I'm going to stick a glorious piece of marble on top. Uh, my ex had one of those exact tables that still had the vintage sewing machine on, and oh. there's no, I, it. I've never lifted anything heavier in the world because the sewing machine was made of cast iron as well. Mm. So I know exactly how heavy that table is. Um, well, that was unexpected. We got a man cave there tool. We go. uh, it's a very, very cool man cave. A lot <laughs> in there. Uh, my grandma. Yeah, they they are properly old Singer sewing machines. Okay. All right. Um, well, why don't we hold it there? Has anyone got anything exciting coming up in the next week? I mean, apart from Lauren said she might be going back to work in June, which is exciting yeah. to get you out of the house, I guess. My birthday in like two weeks. That's about it. A lockdown birthday. Fun. Quarantine birthday. 
yeah, there's going to be a few of those coming up. Um, okay, well, we've done Daniel's announcement. We've covered the pageant girl uh, pageant, and um, I'm still guys working on the pageant review site. That's one of the reasons why I've had Danielle no sleep. still hasn't got her picture up either. She's oh, that's not happening. That. Saving it to lastminute.com. I was telling Danielle, it's probably better if you don't put it up. And she thought I was just saying that. So she didn't put it up so I would win the bet. I'm like, no, I really. I was like, I know your game. Time, I like, really, really, really don't care. Like, it's his home. It's where it belongs. I've never seen someone, something suit the space it's in so much. I'm like, I know your game. I know your game. This is what happens when I try to be nice. Someone just assumes I'm trying to win something. <laughs> I know how competitive you are. I know I'm competitive. You, 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 you haven't you haven't seen seen the half of it, so um I think I need okay. to play tennis with you to really see the extent of this. I need to play <laughs> tennis with Lauren, that's one thing that we didn't get to do. Which which view yeah. do you think is better? You see I've been doing this one, it feels like this one just makes me feel a little bit oh hello. Oh to like position myself. Lauren is straightening up. This feels Except very claustrophobic. Uh, we're celebrating on Wednesday and having a You know that TikTok, Danielle? You know that TikTok? Wait, put us back beside each other. Mm -hmm. And she's like there, and then she goes... Oh, the wrong way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Go no, again? That you have to... You have to... The Hang on, so go to the left. If I go left, which way do you guys go? Go tilt your heads left. It, oh, that's oh, the other way. It's like we can be in a car together, you know? It's like go left and then go right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no. this is, <laughs> we can. We, what we need is we need like a pen or something like, with like with a makeup brush and literally Lauren could pass it to Danielle can pass it to me. I mean, I can't do my makeup, but if I don't have a pen here. I only have like AirPod case. Oh, I don't have fancy AirPods. Do you have an, do you have an AirPod case? No, no? of course okay. I don't. Look. <laughs> I'm um, still retro. Because I could throw it to you and you could catch it. You can go it over me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Adrian is going over Danielle. <laughs> oh no she's dropped it on the floor oh but you threw it into her you need to throw it higher probably don't do it you might break Up it and over. it's just reminding me of chloe um yeah. chloe chloe's apple break. watch yeah oh, I know. Apple, all the apple stuff is so spectacularly good at breaking like you drop it from like this height and yeah. it doesn't just crack it shatters like i look i'd say i'll talk about it. like it looks like an elephant stood on it it doesn't look like you just dropped it it looks like you you've been stomping on it because it was yeah. completely anyway and they're so expensive i couldn't believe how expensive they were i've got uh, an apple okay. watch and i never wear it i got mine for free oh there you go yeah my um old workplace they had vitality healthcare and if you signed up within a few months you got a watch and if you completed oh, nice. like 10,000 steps a day you didn't have to pay for it and so that's just what I did it's what all of us did in the entire office that's interesting yeah wow. it's like an, an incentive, good incentive to get us up and active I would definitely do that for a mm -hmm. free apple watch okay <laughs> let's leave it there
Um, I need to have a discussion with Lauren about becoming my boss. So we will do that. Um, I just love the sound of it. Like Lauren's going to be my boss. I think it's hilarious. Uh, thanks to all of you guys for tuning in, watching, whether it's live or on the replay. Hope you are staying safe and somewhat sane. I don't think anyone who really watches us is completely sane, but um, you're crazy in the best of ways. Thank you to Danielle and Lauren for their time. You guys stay Thank safe as well. Thank you to Ron Burgundy, my biggest fan. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, Ron Burgundy is blocked now. So if you want to go and find out who it is, you're going to have to go and find him yourself. I don't like those I'm sorts okay, of comments. Sorry. I find them deeply, deeply disturbing and people need to get a life. So on that, on that rant, we'll sign off and um, we will speak to you next week. Bye. What's up, guys? It's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.